What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Breakdown Sportscast. I'm your host, Corey Willis. I hope you all are doing well on a Monday. Uh, almost at time, of course. We got Thanksgiving coming up, so I hope you guys are getting ready for Turkey Day, enjoying it with your friends and family, and um, also getting a chance to watch some football um, during the holiday weekend, of course. Got NFL games coming up. Um, some college games coming up. Um, my favorite, of course, the Egg Bowl. I think me and my partner Chris know all about that game. What <laughs> <laughs> do we? Exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, well, uh, we we hope you guys are doing well out there today on a Monday. Um, as always, we appreciate you guys listening in on the show. Um, we're on many different streaming platforms such as Spotify. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, and Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, and many other streaming platforms. So um, we very much appreciate you guys listening in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the show. Um, It lets us know what we're doing and how we can improve um, the show for the future for you guys. So like I said, we very much appreciate your support with the show. Um, as always, I'm here with my good friend and co-host. You just heard him just a second ago. He is Chris Bolton. What's going on, Chris? What's good? What's good, Corey? Ah, not much, man. Not much. Well, how's everything going on your way? Man, everything is good. Uh, another another fun weekend of CFB college football. We had some 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 blowouts, some some squeakers. Some, some wins, you know what I'm saying? Win by the hairs on the chinny chin chin, and you had a couple upsets mixed in there too. So I think overall a, a solid weekend. I think so. I think we I think we had a had a really good weekend of college football. You know, it, we always have those weekends where you know you just stuff a ton of of out of conference foes into the slate um mm-hmm. but you know you still get to see your top plays of the day um some upsets of course i mean think think about those people down there in auburn alabama right now chris like, what are those people mm-hmm. think about right now <laughs> 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 you know the new new mexico state people are just like celebrating right now man with money in their hand yeah. <laughs> Who are you telling? There was there was some a little bit of funkiness that went down, but uh, you know that's I I don't I don't think anybody saw that coming. Honestly, I don't think so either. I mean, thirty-one to ten <laughs> at Auburn at Jordan Hare. Yeah. Oof. I mean, Jerry Kill, uh, he he came he came in there with a killer instinct. <laughs> Man, I mean, even, even Mississippi State beat Southern Miss. I, don't... <laughs> I know it. That game was crazy. I, I sat there and watched pretty much the the I'd say like the final six minutes of the fourth quarter and. Mm-hmm. Auburn had no answer. Like they, they were like shell shot. I, I, mean, I was surprised. <laughs> they, it, it, it was a tough day for them, man. When you, you look at the box score, your quarterback only threw for one hundred and forty-eight yards, and you had sixty-five rushing. It's not gonna get you any wins. <laughs> that's for yeah, sure. Man, that's not gonna win anything. Nah. It's the same drive. <laughs> <laughs> they du- like New Mexico State doubled up total yardage on them, essentially four fourteen and two thirteen. Nearly doubled up time of possession. You know that's not necessarily a stat that tells you who wins the game, but when it's t- nearly you know two to one, a lot of times that team that had the ball twice as long wins. So yeah, that's. <laughs> That's rough. Like, I, hey man, look, I, I that's the reason why we we don't get paid the big bucks to be the head coaches, of, of course. But 
I mean, I think anyone can see this. I, I think I think a squirrel on the side of the road can see that, you know, this Auburn team, they, they dropped the ball big time. This team is, is – this team will look a lot different next season. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. So he was going to get some of his boys in there. He's he's going he's going to change things up a lot. The, the offense can't be this anemic next year. No, it can't. You got Texas, OU coming in into the space. Uh, you got to be much more competitive than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee that. So uh, I'm curious to see what the the line would be for for wins for Auburn next year because I. If it's like anything, if it's like six and a half, I would definitely be uh, going going over on that because I, I think he's going he's going to change things up for sure. He's going to strip. He's just going to strip the bandaid off like Dion is going to <laughs> right after the season. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just going just going to create a big overhaul of the whole team, especially <laughs> especially the defense. That needs it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But man, like we said, it was, it was another good weekend, and the marquee matchup of the weekend, despite the elements, did not disappoint, did it, Corey? No, it didn't. It didn't. Um, I mean, like we we had a ton of games that um, high stakes were involved, of course, and. This was a week where a lot of your top teams in the country, they had to show up and show out. And that leaves us to one of the top games of the weekend. Um, We had number five, Washington. Um, Chris, going to Corvallis, Oregon, um, to take on the Oregon State Beavers, number 11 Oregon State Beavers. Mm -hmm. Um, This game went down pretty much to the wire. Um both quarterbacks, they were battling each other till the end, but um, there could be only one team standing, and that was um, the Washington Huskies. Um, they they defeated the Beavers twenty two to twenty, and now Washington is eleven and zero. Um, Oregon State is now eight and three. Um, Washington still defeated, undefeated, I should say, and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're riding high. So we'll see what happens on Tuesday um, with the CFP rankings um, coming up. So um, Michael Penis Jr., he was 13 for 28, 162 yards um, with two touchdowns. Um, DJ Uangalale, he was 15 for 31, 164 yards with two interceptions. Um, So the. Um, the defense for Washington definitely stepped up um, when they needed to in this game. Mm-hmm. And um, Adunze for Washington, as always, That's, he stepped up. Adunze <laughs> is, is a dog, man. Um, Seven receptions, 106 yards with two touchdowns. So that's all you need to know. Like, we talk defense. about Marvin Harrison Jr. so much, and rightfully so, but... We're talking about the number two wide receiver in the nation. I think Adunze is right there in that conversation. I agree. He's a beast. <laughs> he's he, he's one of them dogs, <laughs> as as what what um Kirby Smart always likes to talk about with his team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is. He is. He just makes big plays and and in similar fashion to a guy we saw a lot of AJ Brown. He just always finds himself in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, almost, it's almost every game he gets at least a t- one touchdown. Mm-hmm. This one he had two. Yeah, he, he he's just a freak of nature, man. Like, good luck trying to defend him. <laughs> just, <laughs> good good luck because you you in for a treat. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can say. He's just he's just a very talented wide receiver, and um. Washington's lucky to have him. He's he's definitely he- helping them keep that undefeated streak alive. I will say that <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. Um, Washington's now eleven and zero. Um, because of what we know 
now um, with the Jordan Travis situation. Of course, he got hurt over the weekend, Chris, um, Mm -hmm. which is terrible. Um, We wish him a very speedy recovery. Knowing that that injury could very well affect Florida State and knowing how the committee for the CFP looks at injuries along with everything else um, throughout the season with each team. Mm-hmm. Um, what, Where does that put Washington at now? Uh, do you think that there's a scenario where they bump up Washington just because they feel like um, just by the eye test, they are in that top four team. Officially. I think, I think there is a case. Um, I think there's also a world where college football is somehow works itself out and Florida State receives a loss in one of their next two matchups whether it's against a Florida team or if it's against Louisville in the ACC championship game. But I think you have to, if you're the CFP, go ahead and put Washington ahead because it would be weird if Florida State wins out and then all of a sudden you make that switch later. Um. But I think if you go ahead and set the precedent now that that loss of Travis is in effect, then things can be forgiven if their records remain the same throughout. But um, I do think it, it, it does. It, it's a huge impact. Travis was a, a core reason in them being where they are now, Florida State. Um, He's had huge performances throughout the season, and he's the starting quarterback. I mean, an experienced guy, and not just a game manager, an actual playmaker for this Florida State team. So he's not just, you're not just losing your quarterback, you're losing one of the three most important players in on this team, on this roster. So, um, I mean, I can see them moving them down, you know, to a five, number five ranking and having them as the the undefeated team ahead of the one, like the last undefeated team ahead of the other um, viable contenders with one losses with Alabama, Oregon, and Texas being right there um, behind them. Yeah, I... Yeah, like, and, and I'm, I was asking that question in a way of, of um, just kind of getting what, what you thought about it, and and pretty much what you said is what what I feel like as well. I'm, I don't think that, like, let's say if there's a scenario where they went out, um, without Jordan Travis, I mean that's still remarkable. I think they should still have a case if the opportunity presents itself for them to still be in the college football playoffs, they just won't have Jordan Travis out there. Um, but they would have to win out. And they would probably have to have a little bit of chaos, of course. They would have to, I would say, have have to see what happens between um, pretty much uh, this coming week between Ohio State and um, uh-huh. Michigan. In Michigan. Uh-huh. So that I mean, that's a very important game. That's yes, yeah, that's, that's a national semifinal game. Honestly, low key, you know what I'm saying? That's a playoff game, right? So <laughs> it's just being played during the regular season. So, um, so yeah, it, it it's not that their playoff hopes are are diminished. It's just. Because Washington is still undefeated right now, they still have um, pretty much uh, like all of their pieces. Michael Penix uh, is there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everyone's clicking on all cylinders. Could this be the week where the committee finally puts them um, in the top four? I can see that. 
Especially when you look at how Washington won, it wasn't it wasn't the the prettiest win. But this was this win was kind of different with the fact that they were battling the elements and on the road. Their rushing attack looked um, was solid in this game. Didn't run for a hundred yards with Dylan Johnson, but it was overall it was a solid rushing game. And the defense did what they had to do. Forced DJ into two interceptions. He didn't look comfortable all game and held things down for the last quarter where that thing was a two-point game. The defense took them home. Oregon State should, you know, very well probably are saying we should have won this game. Everything was on their side to win this game with how they pressed back at the end to come back. That place was rocking. And Michael Penix, you don't normally have games where he throws for less than 300 yards, let alone less than 200. Right. That was the case in this one. This was the opportunity. But the defense did what they had to do, and then the Huskies came away with the win. Yeah, yeah. It was a very impressive win um, for the Huskies. And, yeah, it's it's one of those questions um, that I'm eager to get from the committee this Tuesday with how they see Washington because – um, they're they're playing better now. They are they're figuring out what they were doing, um, wrong during that middle, during that midpoint of the, of the season, and like they're poised now to close out strong. Um, but mm-hmm. they, but now we're we're just looking as as fans, of course, um, to see what the committee thinks about them because. Both them and Oregon are playing out of their minds right now. I mean, we saw what Oregon did <laughs> this this weekend against um, Arizona State. Had no chance. <laughs> Man, we told you. Don't worry about the spread. Oregon is going to do what they do, and they did what they did. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it's, it's definitely one of those things where – um, I'm I'm very eager to see what happens on on Tuesday. Yeah, just because both of these teams are playing well right now, we know what's going on with Florida State. We got the the big game coming up um, this weekend between Ohio State and Michigan. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of moving parts. Um, that no, there's a whole lot. I mean, Washington still has to play the, in the Apple Cup against Washington State. Yeah. Not a bad team. No. Uh, is this they beat the same Oregon State team 44-6, to six, I believe, earlier this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one envisioned that. <laughs> I mean, you know. Washington State isn't isn't bad at all. Um, the rivalry games are crazy. Oregon State can get jacked up for this Oregon game. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's it's going to be tough mm-hmm. just throughout the landscape to to clutch out these last regular season wins and for teams in the conference championship games to finish with a, a win in that as well. Yeah. These will be the two hardest earned victories, I think, of the season for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's, <laughs> I mean, this is we had, we had rivalry week, um, and then next week we're at um, conference championship game. So it, there's a lot of ground um, that needs to be made up. It pretty much from one through six at this point. So. <laughs> Um, we, we we'll definitely see what happens, of course, but um, a a great win nonetheless for Washington, and um, like, like we said, we'll see what happens. But um, anything else you want to add to this game, Chris? Before we move on, no sir, no sir. I was going to just say, speaking of you know, hard earned wins. My goodness, this next game we're about to talk about. It, 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 
Missouri threw everything out there to get this victory. <laughs> look, Missouri, look, Eli Drake was like, look, y'all ain't gonna catch me slipping today. All right, I look. <laughs> I'm talking about the whole team effort. They really, they, they dug deep for this one, Corey. Oh yeah, they, they dug in the depths to get this win. <laughs> <laughs> so, so folks, if, if you didn't watch this game, so number nine, Missouri hosted the Florida Gators over the weekend, and they won this game by the hair of their chinny chin chin, <laughs> thirty-three to thirty-one. Um, my man Harrison Melvis, um, he he hit, hey. yeah, he hit the game another winner. one, <laughs> another one, thirty-yard field goal. Man, uh, look, from, from a lot closer this time, it, it wasn't no fifty yarder. I know this. This is what he does, man. <laughs> look, you just tried this man out here. Got ice in his veins. He's like, look, I'm I'm, I'm gonna take us a victory. Yeah, I'm gonna take us home. I'm gonna take us home. <laughs> just just trust just trust my leg. I'm gonna I'm gonna get us to the promised land. All right. <laughs> it's what Memphis does, man. <laughs> Man, oh, oh man. man, but um, but yeah, it, this game was was crazy. I I saw some highlights where, man, Florida was just battling back. Like every time Missouri went downfield and scored, Florida just figured out ways to go downfield and score as well. So it, it was, it was insane. The, the game plan was flawless, man. I mean, it was. they kept Missouri off the field for. Uh, Majority of the game, they ran the football for over 200 yards, had 261 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. You put Graham Mertz in position where he just, you know, had to be a manager and make a few plays, and he made a few plays. So this wasn't a badly executed game at all by Florida. It's just, you know, Missouri, they hit on a couple explosives. And then they got that last, that that final drive, you know, in the last minute, and then got the win. It's a tough, tough one. It's a tough, tough one, one for Florida. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like you said, um, Graham Mertz. He when when he needed his players to step up, they stepped up. Uh, of course, um, yeah, they they had well over two hundred. 200 yards. They had 261 yards um, rushing, of course. Um, EDN, he had a touchdown. And um, Ricky Pearsall, he also had a mm-hmm. rushing touchdown as well. Um, that was one of the plays I did see um, from Pearsall. Um, but, yeah, like for Graham Mertz, he was 14 for 21, um, 183 yards with two touchdowns. He also did throw. Um, one interception, and he ended the day with a 78.3 QBR rating. Um, Brady Cook, he was 20 for 34 with 331 yards and one touchdown. Um, yeah, Cody Schrader, he he had 23 carries, 148 yards with one touchdown. And um, I want to say Cody Schrader now – I think he has the most rushing yards in a season of of any, any Mis- of Missouri Missouri tailback. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. I think he was close at, at breaking that record against mm-hmm. Tennessee. I think, but um, <laughs> if you look back at the SEC, um, like um, in sixty second videos, mm-hmm. um, they actually went through. And and pretty much um, made a little mini docu- documentary of Drinkwitz telling Cody that he only needed, I think, like twenty more yards to get that record, and he didn't want to do it. So I'm sure after this game, he has that record now. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure of it. But um, but, but yeah. Um, and another thing. Like, oh, what are you gonna say? If, if, if I would have told you that Cook threw for um, over 300 yards, had 331, Cody Schrader had, you know, over 100 rush yards, and then Luther Burden 
He hauled in nine catches for 158 yards. You would have thought this was a blowout, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> 331 yards? Passing? Like, yeah, I, I would have thought this was, this was a blowout. And Burns had 158. But, man, they, I guess Mizzou just had to ride with their – they went down with their guys. They did. And the guys who have got us to this point, they were, they were going to go out swinging. And, I mean – Cook just locked in on Luther Burden, and I mean, for the most part, Luther couldn't be covered. <laughs> hey, that's the story of every DB's life in the SEC <laughs> East, isn't it? I, I can't cover Luther Burden the third. Like, I just can't. Few have succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> we oh. talked about Rome earlier, Rome Adunze. You know, mm-hmm. Luther Burden is. Uh, is up there in that tier of receiver. Oh yeah, the the man just can't be. He he will not be denied. <laughs> he won't. He he's he's a legit guy, and he is somebody that we will continue to talk about as he'll continue his playing career on Sundays. Absolutely, which I can't wait. <laughs> I I can't wait. Like I'm I'm waiting right now as a. As an avid fantasy NFL <laughs> fantasy um, player, owner and manager, yeah, yes. I, like playing with Luther Burton is gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you have been warned <laughs> for anyone oh, out yeah. there that plays fantasy football. He 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 will be selected by one of my many fantasy football teams next next season. Absolutely. So that that should. Should definitely be a good time right right there, but um, but yeah, the, yeah, the one the one fifty eight from from actually not next season in the following season. I'd be forgetting <laughs> Luther just a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is he is just a sophomore. I I was thinking about it. I was like, man, how how old are you, dude? It's He's like, just a yeah. sophomore still. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's oh, a crime. <laughs> I mean, he was a five-star recruit coming out of high school for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it, that that's crazy. It, like this, this team is going to be back next year. They're not yeah. going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, they should have Brady Cook back. Yeah. They should have Luther Burden back. Um, Cody Schrader, I believe he'll be he'll be out of here. But yeah, he'll be fun the, to watch he, on Sundays. Right, and I'm sure Eli is already, you know, he has his plans for another tailback, another running back next year. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, Mizzou will be just fine. Yeah. yeah. Big big win, big win for them, though. You know, this was the game that could have easily and almost was the game you, you, you give up. In most normal seasons, when you're having a better than anticipated year, mm-hmm. this was the game that many times in years past you would have lost. Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's right it's right there where you know teams that you should be up against, like up heavily, like well into the game where they just fresh won't. off. Yeah, well, they just won't. They won't stop. Um, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> giving you that right hook. You know, that's that's the point in time where you just you just kind of start to give up in your in your mind. You start to kinda... especially also too fresh off of a beatdown win over Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is prime for that, that you know that game where you don't put it all together because you play you're, you're feeling yourself, you're smelling yourself, right. Everybody's singing your praises. Exactly. You kind of, you know, letting your guard up a little bit. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as soon as the team starts to kind of, you know, push you around a little bit, you know, are are you really, you know, about that life? Of course. You know, and it's mm-hmm. usually usually when you catch those teams slipping, they have been doing so well. That's usually when they fall. But um, Missouri. Did not do that over the weekend, so that that really shows um, the want to of this of this team. 
this team wants sure. to win. Like they're they're motivated, and it doesn't take a lot out of them to get motivated. So that's mm-hmm. what really sets them apart from a lot of the other teams in the SEC um, right now. So I'm very much impressed with with this Missouri team. I think by bowl time. They should be in a New Year's Six Bowl. I'm just For sure, I, I agree. Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any anything else you want to talk about um, that game, Chris? Before we move on to our next game, yes, sir. We can keep it rolling. All right, all right. So now we are going to head to Iowa State, where the Iowa State Cyclones hosted number seven Texas over the weekend. Um. Yeah this this game <laughs> we just we just talked about Missouri um kind of being bullied around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I actually watched this game, Chris, and there were times, of course, where Texas was getting bullied around a little bit. You kind of felt like the atmosphere um, was starting to kind of come down on them a little bit more uh, more throughout the game but um overall Texas did escape <laughs> mm-hmm. with the W um, they won this game 26 to 16 and typical now, Texas typical Texas <laughs> typical Texas and yeah this was a game first half starting very slow Iowa State was they were throwing downfield on, on on Texas. It actually kind of showed mm-hmm. a little, little um. <laughs> it kind of showed that this Texas defense is mortal, of course. Think, yeah, secondary is definitely a weakness on this defense. Yeah, I, I I think so as well. Like they, and we've known this since the beginning of the season, but it just showed more and more that. The recipe to beat Texas um, is, hey, challenge those corners. And that's why Iowa State did. But, um, of course, it wasn't enough to to knock them out. So, 26-16 was your score. And um, the Longhorns are now 10-1. and And we'll see on Tuesday if that helps them bump them up a little bit in the CFP. And, um, yeah, I yeah. I anticipate them to to probably stay to stay as is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't wasn't really an impressive victory. Uh, I think honestly, if you're Texas, you just try to like you just win. It doesn't even matter how at this point you just win and just let college football do what it does. And see what happens to the other teams, and hopefully you're one of the last four standing. Pretty much, um, <laughs> it's it's funny because I, as I'm looking at the Big Twelve conference standings right now, mm-hmm. all signs look for them to. Well, who do they have um, to end the season with? Is it Texas Tech? Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they have Texas Tech. They should win that game, um, but one, if if they can win that game, all signs leads to them potentially playing Oklahoma State um, in the mm-hmm. conference championship. So um, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens with that. I know a lot of us were kind of waiting on that Red River rivalry um, to match up just in the championship game, but um, yeah, it might be, it might be OSU. Yeah. 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 It might be OSU, which, which is a team that at first earlier in the season, a lot of people were wondering like Mike Gundy and what's going on, but they've kind of dialed it up. Of course they have had a couple games where they've, um, came up short, but it looks to be the team that's going to go toe-to-toe with, with Texas, so um, 
so yeah, overall for Texas, it, they're still finding ways to win. It's just can they keep it up? <laughs> they they are just an interesting case. Um, I feel like they just have to. They just like things to be difficult. I know. Now, <laughs> they just like they just like difficult wins. They just. <laughs> They don't want it to be easy. They don't want it to be simple. <laughs> they 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 live for the chaos. It feels like I I don't understand it. This wasn't a chaotic game by any means, but it just there's not three rosters more talented than Texas. This is a college football playoff roster from top to bottom. So. But we haven't gotten, we haven't received the performances that you would like to see from a team as talented as Texas. Mm-hmm. Week in and week out, we've talked about it. The best looking teams in the nation are Georgia, Oregon, and now I will put Alabama in that class. Yeah. They led the three best teams. Now, the records, you know, Alabama and Oregon have losses, and Alabama has a loss to Texas, which tells you when things are, when the lights are shining bright, that's when Texas likes to perform. But week by week, Bama looks better. Week by week, Oregon just looks like the better team. They put, they have been more consistent. In, in asserting their dominance against lesser opponents. And that's just all we kind of been waiting to see. And maybe we will get that against Texas Tech. Maybe we'll get that potentially against Oklahoma State. But until that happens, they're going to need a lot of help to make it in the CFB. Yeah, and that's what makes Tuesday very interesting. This is actually... Um, I feel like it's going to be one of the more interesting um, rankings, ranking shows of the season. <laughs> uh, just because there's so many moving parts right now. With, like we said, Florida State, Texas is still winning and, and holding on to this one loss right now um, against Oklahoma. You know, Bama's getting better. Holding that one loss against Texas, you know, Oregon still waving their hands saying, hey, don't forget about us. You know, <laughs> it's with it's two matchups, insane. with two more ranked matchups left potentially mm-hmm. on the schedule. If you want to beat Oregon State, who's a top 25 team in Washington, who will be potentially a top four team. So, yeah. It's still a lot of opportunity for them to continue to, you know, better their resume. Right. It just doesn't stop. It's so much at state right now for pretty much all of these teams. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see um, what the CFP committee thinks about Texas and thinks about the rest of these teams as well. Um of course, so they always say, "Just hey, just keep winning, <laughs> just win, baby." That's that's just win, baby. That's, that's what it. everyone just always win. says. So <laughs> look, that's what that's what the Texas, um, the Alabama teams like. That's that's what everyone's doing right now. Like they're just winning. <laughs> you can only can can control your games. You can't control. You know, they, you can't control the voters and everything. Just, just, just play your game and and go from there. So, um, Texas at least they are winning. It starts there. So, um, and we'll see just how things play out. But they are winning, and that's that's all that matters. You know, for for now, that's all that matters. Yep, that's that's all that matters. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely. See what happens on Tuesday, and we'll we'll talk about it. Of course, I, I know on a little bit on our prediction show, um, as well. But um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. 
what happens. But um, anything else you want to um, add to this game, Chris, before we move on to our last game of the day? No, sir. Nothing else to add to this. Um, Just... I just want I just want to challenge Texas to be that team. I want to see four quarters of dominance against Texas Tech. That's all, that's all I have for Texas. I just it's a, just a challenge. Be that team that we know you can be that we thought you were the preseason heading into the season. You know, be that team. We come on here and I do Bolton's bets and I tell you I'm sticking with Oregon. No matter who they play, I'm sticking with Oregon. They are going to cover, and it, it has not failed. And it's a reason that Oregon will continue to be a best bet. It's because Oregon is dominant. Alabama covers. Georgia covers. Texas wins. And that's the difference in those teams. Yep. So I just want to challenge them to be that team that I know Texas can be. Yeah. Look, if, if that was... A- if that was ever a week to come out very motivated to finish the season, the regular season, um, the way you, you kind of kicked it off with the Alabama game, it's this week. You go out there, you take care of business against Texas Tech, you stamp that flag on the ground, and you say, hey, this is our state. We ain't going anywhere. And... Look, we don't even care about about those guys that's two and a half miles down the road if they jealous about it. Like, look, this is Texas, baby. <laughs> this exactly. is Texas. Exactly. So, so no, I'm I'm right there with you on that one. So, so we'll definitely see um, this coming week. So, um, so yeah, um, the last game that we'll talk about, Chris, um, we had number twenty-two Utah traveling. To number seventeen, Arizona Wildcats. <laughs> number seventeen, hot Wildcats. <laughs> I need my jersey. <laughs> oh, I need man. to go ahead and order me a jersey, man. Hey, you, you know how I am about the Wildcats. Yeah, yeah. I, I look, this team is just—they're just remarkable. I and all of the national. Media pundits are starting to see it as well. They're like, "Oh my gosh, this team is, this team is amazing." Yes, yes baby, yes, I'm on the bandwagon. Are. Join us. <laughs> join, join greatness. <laughs> join us <laughs> as, on this, as we endeavor on this journey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah um. Number 17, Arizona put a shellacking on Utah. 42-18, to 18, Chris. Arizona's now 8-3 of the season. And their last game of the season will be Arizona State. Um, I would predict that they win that game by another huge margin as well. And... That will put them at nine and three of the season with a chance to have a ten win season, and I know a lot of those Arizona fans are probably just stoked right now with what they're seeing on the field. So um, I'm going to give the floor to you, sir. What did you think yeah. about this performance from Arizona, and what do you think about them possibly getting? Um, 10 wins for the regular season. Get the opportunity for 10 wins, I should say. First off, it was the performance that I I truly love seeing from this team. I felt like they had arrived and they play like some guys who are much older than what they actually are. Utah is a program known for his tough defense and for winning games like this against teams who are feeling good about themselves and a little young and need to be brought back down to earth. Arizona said, we're not coming back down to earth. And put a beat down on Utah. 
right now, records aside, just based off the last half of the season, Arizona's one playing. There's not there are there aren't eleven teams. There aren't ten teams playing better football than Arizona. If we put records aside and just look at the games and how these this team has played the last five weeks, they have played like one of the top ten teams in the nation. And it's still inexplicable. I don't understand how this team lost to Mississippi State earlier this season. <laughs> if they don't get 10 wins this year because they lost to Mississippi State, that would be something for the for the books. But Yeah, they should already be close at getting 10 wins with a, should with be a potential 11 win yes. season. This should be 11 <laughs> win season. So, but yeah, I'm very impressed by, by Arizona and it was, the team is just closing year out in the way that um, I expected them to. When you, when you watch them play, the talent jumps out. It's just a matter of is this team locked in to close the deal, and they they are locked in. I feel confident saying they are locked in. So big big ups to Arizona as they look to they can possibly finish what ranked top twelve. If they win the bowl and win out and win their bowl game, you know, after all everything plays out, this could be a top twelve season for them. Yeah. And again, like we said before, you position yourself to be right there to make the college football playoff once expansion starts. You gotta be feeling good about that. JFS has you're an Arizona fan, you feel really good about, about what's going on. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, like like you you cap off the season with nine wins. I, I like I feel like they're going to a New Year's Six Bowl. I, I think this team deserves to go to a New Year's Six Bowl with the way that they've been playing. They've been playing lights out, out of their minds right now. You go you go to this bowl game, whichever one it, it is. You win that bowl game. Mm-hmm. Cap off a 10-win season. Yeah, you're riding high for next year knowing that you got the 12-team playoff looming. And, hey, sky's the limit for you. You got a good team coming back. And and I know we don't talk much about losses, but, like, they truly have, I guess, the best kind of resume, like the way to lose games you lost two overtime games, one in OT and another in triple OT. And then the loss in regulation was on the road, was on the road at Washington. Yeah. <laughs> and by seven points, a one possession game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so even in defeat, they look good. <laughs> They look good. good. (laughs) Like, there's there's no way around it. (laughs) Oh man, they 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 look good, man. I you gotta give it to them. You do. They they figured they figured out what they need to do to become a successful football team. They figured And they didn't let those losses, like you said, those losses happened early in the season. This team's on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, those losses can deflate you from having a special season when you lose tight games like that, and you're a young bunch. Not many young teams are resilient enough to bounce back from that, right? So this again, this team has proved all season long they are much wiser and beyond their years mm-hmm. currently. They are. They've they've grown up before before our eyes, and now we just see how they finish. And like like I said, as long as they can finish out strong, I feel like um, at Arizona State. I mean, I mean, it's a rivalry game. I mean, anything can happen, but I feel like this team 
is battle tested at this point. Um, which means I feel like they're gonna they're gonna take care of business um, this weekend. So. Likewise, likewise. So yeah, I, I'm with you all the way, man. I'm loving this Arizona mm. team. They're looking good. They're riding the high. Both of our both of our squads looking good. Yo yo your cards. Hey, they <laughs> look. They they still figuring out ways to win, man. They look. Miami almost. <laughs> They almost did it. They almost did it, but they couldn't quite knock out those Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, look at look at that Cardinal logo. That was a, that was a uh, that was a uh, incredible game too. To yeah, watch. yeah, it was. It was. It was because Miami Miami was right there. I mean, it was times where you thought Miami could win when Louisville didn't get any points. That possession where they settled for a field goal in the red zone and missed it. Yep. I thought that was going to be uh, the the turning point of the ball game, but them cards they just stuck keep with fighting. it. They keep fighting, Jack man. Plummer. He ain't the he, ain't, he don't throw the prettiest passes, <laughs> but they've been winning. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you know it, it's um it, it's going to be interesting even for them now. It, um, I think we feel like um, both Florida State and um, Louisville are, are going to um, go toe to toe with each other. Um, in the they are. I think you, you have to think so. Mm-hmm. But if if you're Louisville, you can't you can't look ahead. I know there's the sky is falling in Lexington. Kentucky lost to South Carolina. But you can't overlook the Wildcats. No. You can't overlook them in this game. No, you can't. It's <laughs> because they have multiple times and they fell short. Yes. Um, you, you gotta you gotta keep winning. <laughs> that's that's all I can say about that. They gotta win this game. Yeah. You have to win this game. Mm-hmm. You can't lose. You can't be a top ten team in the nation and lose to this Kentucky team. <laughs> no, this Kentucky team's not that good. They're not. not that. I I said that good. This Kentucky team is not good. <laughs> they lost to South Carolina. Yeah, they aren't good. It's not not a not a good team this year. Uh-oh. Not a good team. So Louisville. Louisville has to win this one to 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 end this regular season off the right way and put yourself in position for that New Year's Bowl that you that you deserve as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But so, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Louisville. Um, Georgia's still number one. I mean, it's Georgia at this point. I I think. Mm-hmm. That, you know they they're they're primed and ready, Chris, for trying to get that three peat, um, that successful three peat. So um, definitely, yeah, they were too they were too much for number eighteen Tennessee, um, and, as we anticipated. Yeah, we'll see what happens between them and Alabama. Uh, it'll be the most anticipated SEC game of the year. I can't wait for the yeah. SEC championship. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, there's some games left on the schedule, man. It's so much, man. Like, it, it, it's so much. I mean, there's so many like the facto playoff games: Georgia, Bama. Yeah. Oregon, Washington. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, you, you all three of those games, the winner solidifies himself in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're all they're all de facto playoff games in their own right. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it is absolutely ridiculous. We we put together a playoff for for. 
for the play, you know what I'm saying? We put together this whole playoff thing, and we got the playoff right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't got to wait till, till you know what I'm saying, they make it all the way out there and, uh, to New Year's Eve. Like, we, we got the playoff games right now coming up on the schedule. And the SEC Championship, Pac-12 Championship. Mm-hmm. And in the game. Yep. This Saturday at noon. Big noon kickoff. Big noon kickoff. So yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be fun to see how this thing closes out. I mean, it's it's, it's great of games we've already had. I think we have a couple more that are really going to blow us away on a level like a Oregon Washington was. Mm-hmm. I think that was that's still probably the best game I've seen all year. When you look at how both those teams played in that ball game, yeah, that that game was it was everything that as college football fans like us wanted. That game, Texas Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Texas Bama. Texas Bama was another really good game. Texas has had their hands in in, in some, some 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 wild ones. I mean, Texas Kansas State. You yeah. know, it, it wasn't the back and forth affair, but uh, it, there was some good football played in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but with theatrics and dramatics, that was that was a wild one. Uh, but yes, overall, just football by both teams. That Washington Oregon game is the one for me, and I think we have a chance with Ohio State and Michigan to get that back and forth. It might not be the most aesthetically pleasing game, <laughs> but I think we're going to get that back and forth affair that we all want to see in this one. Yeah. I I definitely agree with you on on that one. I think this game is probably going to be more run heavy and and, and defensive <laughs> um heavy. It'll be the fastest game you've seen played all season. Yep. <laughs> that clock is going to be rolling. I know. I I feel like that game is going to be very reminiscent of that Notre Dame Ohio State game that we saw earlier in the season where mm-hmm. it, it was very close. Like a lot of defense was played, and somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. Will it That's will it end in that fashion, the way that that game did? Maybe not. We'll, we'll see. But we will see. It's it'll be interesting to see how Michigan responds because you know Maryland put up a solid fight. They did. They did. Yeah, we didn't mention that. Like. Like Maryland almost had um, Michigan's number, but they almost did. Um, still, so Michigan is undefeated for now. Michigan <laughs> has some things to clean up. I don't expect JJ McCarthy to have a red zone interception in this ball game coming up. But um, mm. yeah, <laughs> we we we're in store for some good ones, though, Corey. We are. We are. Well. That's it. That's all the games that we have for today, folks. Um, like like we said, we very much appreciate y'all listening in on the show. Um, before we head out, um, Chris, go ahead and let the good folks know where they can follow you on social media. Follow me on X at Chris underscore Bolton underscore 12. And follow me on Instagram at Chris dot Bolton underscore. Get at your boy. Awesome, awesome. And you can follow me on X. It's at Listen to KSW, all one handle. I'm on there talking about college football, professional wrestling, video games, all of that good stuff. So, yeah, be sure to follow me on there. Hmm. Yes, sir. Awesome. But, um, but, yeah, that's it for us, guys. Um, we will be back. Um... Hmm. I'm, it's it's interesting just because we we have 
um, the Thanksgiving holiday. I know you got Black Friday coming up, so yeah. <laughs> we do. We we do need to figure. We might have to make a Wednesday show. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say so this. We got folks. some games coming up Thursday and Friday. Yeah, too. I'll say this. Wednesday, be on the lookout for a brand new episode. And um, yeah, I, I think we'll have have some have some nice nice um news to kind of share throughout um the midweek of of course as y'all get ready for for Thanksgiving, hanging out with your families, and you also get a chance to um you know get some early betting feelings out there. <laughs> you know, get 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 a couple of early betting predictions out there. I should say, but yes, just 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 be on the lookout for for Wednesday. I should say so. But um, but yeah, that's it for us guys. We appreciate y'all listening in on the show, and um, until then, we will catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.